Good afternoon and welcome to Beyond the Notion with me, Chloe Ferguson. Uh, today I welcome Kaylee Morgan, who I've already just briefly chatted with and realised I should have recorded the last sort of five, ten minutes because she is a, a really, really, I'd say, a deep songwriter with her lyrics. And yeah, welcome Kaylee to the show. Hi. Um, we're going to talk about, it was one of these awkward moments where I had a quick listen to Kaylee's music and we were sort of torn between which song we're going to talk about. But I took to Kaylee's song Ghost. If you know Kaylee, you'll know this song. It's absolutely gorge, I think, to say musically. And you've got these lyrics and you're like, ooh, like the metaphor, I think is great, even though you've not told me about that yet, Kaylee. But I get this, you pretty much say within the first few seconds, like uh, about uh the ghost thing and i'm like okay that makes a lot of sense so <laughs> really we'll talk more about kind of what album this is on and stuff later because i want you to tell people about that but could you tell us sort of how ghost really began like was it music or lyrics first etc uh, ghost was uh usually with most of my songwriting it's usually a mixture of both i'll like have a mm. rough idea and sort of the lyrics will come uh, naturally with it but Ghost was actually one of the outliers for me I I had that opening riff that sort of the in-between uh, chord finger picking pattern I had that for ages with nothing else I I, yeah. I just kept playing it over and over and I had absolutely no ideas for it and I'm mm. talking like about two months of just having wow. that yeah, and nothing yeah. else to go for. It's it. a long wrote time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I wrote uh, other, literally other songs that are on that EP. I'd written in the meantime while just having this part, and eventually the chorus concept came together. And I had all of these bits. It was it was like I was trying to write three different songs and didn't realize they went together. Yeah. Um, so I had like literally the the the, the different sections sort of. We're, we're all thought of at separate times and then I just sat down one day and went hang on a second huh. these all together and just as soon as that happened the the lyrics and uh, the melody just fell out of me oh, uh, wow. like the actual it was like a months and months of lead up to about 15 minutes to write the that's, actual song <laughs> that's, sometimes it takes that long though doesn't it it's almost like you obviously thought it was you knew it was quite a strong little riff at the beginning because it obviously stuck with you and you probably thought oh, I need to do something with this and it's a nice little it's kind of it's ascending isn't it it kind of goes up um da, da, da. it's it's very pretty and it's very sad that's the vibe I got I was like this is going to yeah. be an emotional song like you're obviously going to talk to someone through this um but it's interesting to hear that that yeah so guys if you've got a riff or anything that's going on for two months it is worth <laughs> using like keep at it because like Kaylee said it can it fell into yeah. its place. <laughs> there are there are literally. I have had bits before where I've had the same idea for years, actual years before wow. I've ended up doing it. Like uh, with my <laughs> with my punk band Ignitemares, uh, for example, because uh, I I sing and play guitar in a band called Ignitemares as well. Oh, okay. um, I had a we have a song called Hurrith, which is about the Welsh response to mm. Brexit, not to get political, but um, but it was about like sort of the feeling a bit ashamed about how people reacted, like with the racism mm. outbreaks and stuff that were happening uh, at the time. And I had the chord like progression and the and the main riff for, for that song literally four years. Whoa. before I end up using it uh, so it, so it, it, uh, yeah I'm, I'm always a big believer in if you have something and you like it don't give up on it just because you can't think of something to do with it now yeah. just to wait 
and it, you'll it'll find its place eventually. And and all the songs like that where I've had it for years and I've, or I've had it for months, they always end up being some of my better works when I've eventually found a home for them. Well, I suppose so. as well, you gather kind of things to to put into that song over those four years or whatever it's seven years one year because you will have listened to so many artists and I didn't know actually you were, you were in a punk band that's really cool I didn't have to check that out I also didn't know I'm, I'm assuming you guys sing in Welsh and you speak in Welsh as well oh no no we don't the song oh, the song yeah. the song is a Welsh name on purpose but the the it's it's English. Not in Welsh. Oh, yeah it's in English <laughs> I can't speak Welsh <laughs> okay yeah I, I was I was thinking that's another thing to go into but that's cool though and I think yeah, it's it's an interesting topic to be honest. I've never really thought about like to me. I think I, I sort of I try and catch that melody or, or chord progression which I do, and then think, oh, I've got to do it. I've got to do it. But sometimes it's like I think we said on a few episodes ago. It's about resurrecting that music, and then it needs time sometimes to evolve, doesn't it? Like you've done with these songs, and um, it's yeah, it's just nice to. It's a nice reminder, I think, for those who also write and so many people are in creative blocks at the moment writer's block just because of the the situation and it's a bit like when are we going to go back to gigging and you kind of think forget I'm not going to do anything with that chord just leave that chord progression but I think if songs are that strong and um they're going to come back to you and it's obviously what's happened I know ghost wasn't as long as the four-year one but that's still quite a long you know it's still quite a long time um that's awesome. It was, it, yeah. it was actually at the end of the songwriting block itself. Actually, oh, okay. that's Weirdly refreshing. There, you sort of more faith restored. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when did you um, actually? I'm looking here on the Settling EP. It says that the Settling EP was released in 2018. This is the album that it's on, guys. Uh, Kaylee's got six songs on this. Uh, sorry, it's not an EP. It's an album, isn't it? Yeah, it's an EP. I call it okay. an EP. I, I always think anything less than eight songs is an EP. <laughs> That's a good point, actually. Yeah, usually there are like four, but it's nice to see you've got a good six tracks, I think. Yeah. Um, because sometimes you, you just sort of, if it's an upcoming artist, you're, you're like, oh, four songs, great, but you want to kind of fall in love with more. So you've got a nice um, thing here. And sorry, just to keep it to Ghost, because I, I, yeah. I keep going off subject all the time with these artists, because I'm just so... I get so intrigued when I'm finding out stuff about the album, if there's any concept. So what I'll do is I'll ask you the question I always ask and always apologise in advance if it's a bit personal, but what is the narrative behind Ghost? Um, okay, yes, yeah, so it's, it's a okay. little complicated. Yeah, it, 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 it's absolutely fine. It's just, it's okay. a weird one because um, when I wrote Ghost, I was very proud of it and its emotional message. And years since I have actually come to feel a little bit ashamed Wow! Like I did. Hey. It, I'll get into it. But basically, yeah. the song I, I was really uh, in a dark place uh, when I wrote Ghost and when I wrote some of the other songs on the EP. And so I was very, I was sort of head first going into depression um, because of a bad work situation and and everything was a bit in the air, up in the air for me. Yeah. So I was I was struggling an awful lot. And the only really positive thing in my life was my partner, who is now my uh, fiance. Uh, um, she, yeah, she she wasn't at the time, but we were we've been together for, for over 10 years. And oh um, my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh but yeah we when we, we we'd only been together a couple of years when I wrote Ghost, like it was like two years into our relationship. And the song when I wrote it initially when I I was basically saying that I'm so anxious and such a, a mess all the time that it was sort of like looking at her as as kind of an anchor because I felt oh. like I was so 
losing everything that I needed her mm. to remind me that I was alive for lack of a better phrase like wow. it was it was very um it was it was very much about that if I could change my situation if I could not be lost all the time in like mm. my sort of anxiety attacks and my depression um that I would do that for her because she was mm. like this huge part of my life and I loved the song and I always thought it was a really strong song and I and I was really proud of it on the EP and I, and for years I didn't question uh, the, the the sort of impact of the song and mm. a lot of people love it like a lot of my friends family and a lot of people who've sort of listened uh, peripherally they they tend to point to Ghost as being one of my better songs and it being yeah. really positive and I, I remember having reviews of the EP and somebody made a comment that the song sounded like an incredibly unhealthy relationship and mm. like uh, yeah like wow. they, they said looking at it lyrically what? it sounded like yeah. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, but like they said, they said it sounded really codependent and really, you know, and I was very like, oh, I don't I don't see it that way. And then after years, years and years of playing the song, I talked to my partner about the song and she said, I like the song, but it's it's a lot of pressure. And I was like, what do, you know, what do you mean? And she pointed out that to have that song written about you mm. is actually a lot. It is a lot to be told oh. that like you are like the only thing I'm holding on to 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 secure my mental health. And ultimately, yeah. it was never her responsibility to be in charge yeah. of my mental health. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. it never occurred to me, how, like, I'm sort of like, you know, I was being very earnest, very honest about how my feelings and everything. But in hindsight, that's a, that's a horrible thing to do to somebody you care about, to wow. like sort of put them in that position. And so it's this weird, bittersweet thing for me now where I do think the song is beautiful. I'm very proud of it in a lot of ways but I was clearly in such a state that I didn't realize how selfish it inherently was it's hard though that because we're getting into the mental health bit here guys sorry yeah. but it's it has to be spoken about because it's such I think the focal point is on all of us being so aware that all of us have these issues that you know especially now and this was before COVID wasn't it when you went through that rough time oh and yeah yeah you know that was a bad time for you I hope that you're feeling better by the way but it's to me, I don't know. It's obviously music's expression, isn't it? And yeah, I suppose. I, I, I mean, I really don't know your relationship. I'm, I don't know, you know, what you went through. But to me, I think it's like it's such a raw thing that you're singing yeah. about, and all you were really doing was expressing yourself. And I understand now that some people feel uncomfortable with me when I've written songs and one of my relatives did once say like, Chloe, just be careful what you're singing about because you're so exposed and you know what people... It, it is so them. true though. It is. and, and yeah. But fair play to your partner for being open and honest and saying that's a lot of pressure because I can understand that when you, when you told me the context of it, I was like, yeah. But I think because we've all been in those relationships before, we've, we've all been codepe codependence is... I think it's one of those things you don't really realize until you come out of that place of being that not needy, that, bad, but yeah. that reliant. <laughs> so it's to me, it's a very raw. Now that you've told me, I'm so glad. This is why I do these podcasts is to find out really what's going on in the writer's head. And uh, it, and I suppose you've come through that, haven't you? That you feel a lot better now, hopefully, than where you were in that place when you wrote it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I always struggle with depression, anxiety to to different mm. levels, but in that time, I sort of. I think I was looking at it very externally and like the mm. song was basically just a desperate plea. I was in oh. such a bad place that it was just literally basically screaming out for some kind of help and some kind of stability. But 
now like uh like we have a very we have a very strong relationship so don't worry yeah. about that but uh, <laughs> but uh yeah. but like yeah like I, I've definitely learned to sort of really evaluate like if I am struggling I, I I do everything I can to make sure that my struggle you know I'm not I'm not hiding it I'm not keeping it away from her but I am not making it so that her life has to stop because oh. I'm struggling does that make sense did, did so when um your partner was kind of telling you about this sort of pressure that she was feeling was that before you released the song to everybody else or was that just when you played it for her one day no, that was after. That was um, literally, she'd, she'd been very quiet about it. She'd always liked the mm. song. She'd never complained or anything. And it's not like mm. she made a big song and dance out of it. She literally said like one comment about it and it ended up in a discussion. And it was after that that I went, oh, and it just, yeah. <laughs> just sort of changed my it's, perspective. But yeah, but yeah it, was, it was after I released it. It was, it was probably about two years ago that she sort of, it just came up in conversation and she'd pointed it out. And it was, I think, if she'd said anything at the time, I probably would have taken it very differently. But after like yeah. years of our relationship maturing and years of like knowing the song better front and getting better myself, I could I could see it in the, the new light, if that makes sense. But I think as well, what's interesting about this situation is this a misconception that people want songs to be written about them. Like I always thought I'd love to have, I don't know if anybody's written a song about me, but I always think I'd, I'd walk around with a bit of pride knowing that someone might have written a nice chord progression or this legendary song that was you know I don't know got really good in, in some charts you know and yeah. uh, but it, but I forget people don't aren't so crazy about that I'm pretty sure I've told a couple of people in the past and I've thought hey, you should be so happy I, you know I wasted those chord progressions on you but <laughs> they're like Chloe it's not always like that you know it's very it is very exposed and some people are just I'm learning it's hard for us writers to understand this but is there anything that I'm trying to learn is that it is good to be guarded and to be reserved? Yes. Yeah. And, I mean, the, it's hard, it's isn't it? It's interesting. It's interesting you say that because I, it, I think it's this inherent thing with songwriters is you are used to digging into the chorus part of you and mm -hmm. being incredibly exposed with how you feel about things. And because people are an extension of our, you know, our own universes, we don't think about the fact that they're not used to doing that. They're not mm -hmm. putting themselves there they're not putting yeah. themselves on stage and so it's it's a very hard thing to get across and like for the most part I think I do a very good job of masking what my songs are about like I have a lot oh, of there songs you go about. yeah, yeah it's I, not, I, yeah. I, I, I hide it <laughs> like I hide it a lot of the time but there have been songs I, I have written two songs I think off the top of my head where I have never played them and have never recorded them and oh, I never wow. will because they're so personal yeah, because I know wow. I know it'll it'll upset the people that they're about, yeah. and so I won't do that to them, and therefore yeah. I I have kept them to myself. Have you ever done that? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, y do you know what? Yeah, it sounds terrible. I think I even did an interview once, like a radio interview, and they were sort of asking me the ins and outs of the song because it was quite an emotional song, and I didn't lie, but it was more sugarcoating and because it's not fair on the person they can't defend themselves anyway this person I didn't speak to in so many years it was about 10 years and I thought this poor person is out there in that country and it's not fair for me to be like oh they did this and they did that to me you know and yeah and it's still all, all to do with yourself like you said this it's it's wow so there's songs which you haven't actually yet released because they're just yeah, yeah just so like raw they're just they're just too personal they're either too personal to like in a, in a good way but to be honest one of them is I have a song about a friend that I love to pieces like obviously they're, they're a friend and because I love them to pieces I won't release 
this song because this That's song fair. is was it is negative? About, like yeah it's about oh, okay. a bad a bad it was like a, it's years old a it's bad era <laughs> yeah it's like a bad era I, I literally wrote it around the time of ghost funnily enough uh and it it's it's about like a really it, it's a very scathing comment and while what i wrote at the time was true at the time i don't i, I value our friendship more than the song oh that's, <laughs> that's very respectful i think and quite a gracious yeah. thing to do because that could have been one of your like all-time best songs for all you know but i think there it's is a bloody good one as well i was you know <laughs> I, it's great uh-huh. restraint on my part <laughs> yeah that's the thing but you don't really want to reword it i think do you because no. it loses the essence i've definitely thought i don't want to sing about that i'm too embarrassed for that person person to find out but sometimes I think you have to keep the subjects where it's at with the music it's like the music is saying no please keep that song to that but that's where we have to be like you said we have to be a little bit um fine you know the friendship these are people who like you said before it's so hard for a songwriter not to understand uh people who aren't so open like we are and yeah. it's so so hard I think in general I've been thinking of this recently what's hard about anxiety and depression especially in this time is we have to understand other people's non-understanding of it and yes yeah that's something the weird things it's like I'm ashamed of the impact it had and yes, I'm ashamed yeah. about the, the the sort of the desperation of it in that way but lyrically I'm very proud of it I I think yeah. lyrically it's one of my strongest ones because it's it is just very honest it is just very raw mm. and I I expect and I, I I've also always liked in the chorus lyrically I've always thought it was a weird lyric and I don't know how other people respond to it but I like the um because you know you have the first the first half of the chorus being the if I could uh if, if I could only stop I you know I'd uh uh I'd uh do that for you thing but the fact the uh, if I could fight them off I'd wake up yeah. for you like the I could it's quite intense yeah yeah well the the I could fight if I could fight them off is obviously personal demons it's what you think of when you yeah. think of like you know fighting your demons or whatever but it's the idea of you know the phrase is never said it's never explicitly yeah. said that I have internal demons or whatever but it's just if I could fight them off just that alone I'm a very mm. weirdly proud of that line even though like, it sounds very odd I'm glad you left that in really mm. because there's people who'll be going through and, and there's people who are in those relationships now and it's not even a bad thing and I still think like I would never have thought it's uh it'd have that um that it would provoke that kind of opinion of your partner but I think I'd feel I might have well I don't know I suppose maybe I'd feel the same if I was in her position yeah um with with someone but it's hard well, I mean it? if, it's tell. the kind it's the kind of bit that nobody talks about with mental health is yeah. When you're talking about like some, you're you know you're talking about somebody struggling and they need to like get help and talk and everything else. Nobody ever talks about the person who's with them. Yeah, like who you go, you go to, I suppose, when you're having such a yeah. dark moment. There's always yeah, someone there. It, like, yeah, it's it's like it's it's one of those. It's sort of like the quiet the quiet aspect that's never discussed is like yes okay you know this person's going through a horrible time and it's it's really hard for them to talk about and it's a huge epidemic absolutely but if they're in a relationship that that's somebody who loves who loves them who is watching them go through this who can't do anything about it Mm. and that's horrible if you think about it like it's like this sort of silent uh extra symptom of mental yeah. health um and like I, I i think that was something i didn't in, in, like didn't really think about at the time and then it does definitely change how i view the song as a result but yeah but, but the song okay. is supposed yeah the song is supposed to be it's supposed to be the 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 the, the desperate 
hmm. not necessarily selfish, but the desperate side of, of being in that place. But so I'll have to, I'll go back to what I usually ask people about their song and what's the response like? What, what I've actually, again, you've kind of already told, you know, what the main response was for Ghost in terms of the person who was in it. But what have your fans said about Ghost? Like, have they enjoyed it? Well, I mean, it, it, if I have fans, it's hard to tell. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, from from what from like performing it and and from what I've gathered, uh, Ghost tends to be people's one of people's favourites. It's it's usually one people comment on more than some of the others. It's it's definitely yeah. one that people seem to to really get on board with. But I haven't. It's it's not one. It's it's one of the ones where if people are going to say something, they're like, I really like that one with no hmm. follow up. Like it's 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 not ever it's it's never really like uh, one that people go into deeply. Like I get a better response from the single from that EP, which is called Bed, Mm. which is uh, there's like a a music video and stuff. That song is is very strictly this is what depression feels like. It was yeah, it's it's literally me trying to write it to explain to somebody who doesn't have it is is the song. So it sounds weirdly uplifted and cheering, and but the song just repeats the line. I just want to stay in bed. Um, I don't want anything. I just want to stay in bed. That's the music video, isn't it? We, I'm not yeah, sure yeah. We, we'd already recorded when you said that. I'm I'm gonna watch that after because I'm just I love just uh, perspectives on music videos, and um, I've got it's, I've got yeah, my mouse hovered it. over it, and I can see. I think <laughs> someone's I'm not, someone's eating cake. That was me. Very that's nice. Me. That's, yeah, yeah, I was going to ask if it was you. It looks very nice. You've got a pizza as well. I'm, I'm not clicking the video yet because I want to get into it yeah, properly after. But yeah, it's the the video is is uh it was done as a favor by a friend of mine who um well more like a mentor he does for, for like corporate photography and filmmaking. But he, oh. he'd never done a music video and he was like, yeah, oh, yeah, let's do it. And he had this idea of me basically doing a bunch of destructive stuff and playing guitar oh. in bed. So there's like, oh wow. So there's so there's wow. me like smashing a photo and there's me like rocking back and forth and shoving cake in my face and looking at like other people being happy on social media and being sad about it like we filmed loads of weird stuff like there was there's a there's a cheesy terrible like drug suggestion which I kind of regret it being in there but like yes like like the the idea was we just did a bunch of self-destructive looking examples of things and put it in a video I'm not going to pretend it's a genius music video but it 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 tells a story by the sounds (laughs) of it yeah I've not watched it yet like I said but it's I think again that you're being kind of uh, you're portraying what the character's going through whether that's true or not you um and what a lot of people go through so a lot of people because I know there are loads of people who've got depression again I hate to talk about COVID but it's on the increase you know it's all we really hear is people I mean we don't even go into suicides but that's that's what it leads to people don't want to have this condition it's just we we've been conditioned for that especially now and I think seeing social media absolutely and um yeah so i'll I'll get my uh i'm gonna i'm looking forward to watching that after and listening because i've not heard bad Uh, yet so no no the bed the reason i'm bringing up is just that bed is the one that most people are more likely to talk to me about like it's it's a weird it's a weird phenomenon where people like they really like ghost and loads of people tell me that ghost is their favorite like that is it is one of the ones where people say it's their favorite but they never really go into why but bed is the only major one where people are like this sums it up this this really gets it across I, i i so get it and it's that it's the only one that has ever really had that reaction which is why i ended up releasing it as the single was purely because of how people reacted to it before i released it was just wow. that level of positivity 
um and and yeah like that 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 one had a much bigger reaction but i've always felt that ghost i i think ghost is a better song and it's this yeah. weird thing where everybody loves this one and i'm like i mean yeah I it's get always it. the same though like <laughs> the, your favorite song is never anybody else's favorite they, they might it's yeah. like you said that it's kind of oh I like that anyway but then other yeah. ones like what is that about and you think well I didn't really, oh, yeah it's a, it's a thing you know but really that's your favorite one you know yeah it's strange. No, but that's 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 this the silliest thing like with the EP the title track of the EP settling is also one of my one of one of my personal favorites I don't tend to give it as an example because it's a very weird song anyway but like settling is one of my personal favorites i have i've never had a good reaction to it when i've played it live people do not care about the song <laughs> like like it's a pretty song but it's one of those ones where if you play it live it just kills the room everyone okay. get it's it's like it's slow and it's sad and you just can't it's just it just yeah it just wrecks it wrecks all audiences and it just makes people go oh okay and it, like it's it's a very i don't know what it is but like i love it to pieces so i always want to play it uh, and and everyone's like, eh. and I've had it from like friends and family being like, yeah, I mean it's fine or whatever, but they don't get it. And I think mm. that's like a difficult one. It's like the ones you it love, is. the ones you care about, are not necessarily the ones people are going to re- resonate with. It's sad, isn't it? It's quite a disappointing feeling, especially when you sit there writing it and you think this is just gonna people are gonna love this. They play it, they're like, huh? It can, it, you almost kind of want to with, withdraw the song from your set or from your album because. Yeah, sometimes you do think as much as music's for us and how we can express ourselves and enjoy it to an extent. It's, I think it always feels amazing when you're doing a gig and people, oh, that last song though was incredible. Or, yeah, yeah. like that. That. I- uh, what? Um, this is more to do with. I always have to talk about like pandemicy stuff because I'm just curious about you guys as writers, mm. uh, and comparing it to how I do my stuff. But what is the situation with you and writing now in this like have you been motivated if you have how have you stayed motivated to write or haven't you like what's the deal well it's it's an interesting topic actually because when it when the pandemic first happened I actually found it uh in a weird way very helpful because Mm. uh which I know is not what most people took from it um but I started doing like some silly Facebook live streams uh, of shows uh, just by myself, like playing. I'd play for like two hours and let people just request stuff and whatever. And it was it was mostly just a couple of friends and family. I don't think I ever had more than like 15 people watching at a time, mm-hmm. but it was fun. You know, it's a fun thing to do. And And from doing that, I decided to do a songwriting challenge. Nice. So I gave myself a seven day challenge where every day I would have to write a song that day record film it and put it on facebook um and this was not as not like on my songwriting page it wasn't even a big like big promoted thing this is just something i did to give myself something to do and to see if i could do it um yeah and so i wrote i did i did seven days i wrote seven songs one of them i think is actually one of the best one of the better songs i've ever written i actually think it's a very good song and it was it was day six I think, um, uh, and and it was it was it was a it was a really good song, and I was really proud of it. And some of them are okay; that none of them were bad. Like none of them are like actually bad. There's one or two where I was like, you can tell I just wanted to get something done and out the way. Uh, there's literally one that's like a one minute song where the chorus is me just singing that these chicken nuggies are super dank. Ah, like it's very nice. <laughs> but uh, but I did yeah I did seven days seven songs and when the challenge ended I ended up writing another song on the eighth day that I liked more than all the other ones. I didn't have to do mm. it. I just 
wrote a song I really like. And there's nothing particularly special about it. It's not very interesting musically even. It's a, like a three verse thing, but I love it to pieces because it was very organic because of this experience. So it's sort of like one of my biggest issues with songwriting is always self criticism I'll stop myself halfway through because I'll be like this isn't good enough this needs to be different enough this is too similar to something else you've done that that kind of mindset but the challenge forced me to write something and I had no choice like I had to write something so that in a way unlocked creativity for me for a bit because it it stopped me from like stopping myself if that makes sense so in the beginning it was great I wrote I wrote a few things like that I wrote Innocence which I released in December which is on Spotify and stuff now um which is a a song about um uh being terrified of having a daughter because of the sexist world we live in which is a interesting topic and yeah yeah, so like I wrote I wrote a few in the in the beginning of all this so I'd say like April May last year was actually very productive and I was writing loads of like half ideas for the band as well for the for the punk band uh Ignitemares and I've written I genuinely might have written something like 14 bits of songs for the band at the same time and I have loads of rough recordings from that and uh some of them turned into actual songs a lot did not because they're not good (laughs) but I had to do that though you've got to go through the motion you've got to get the bad stuff out it's, yeah. I, I think I think it's the best advice for writer's block is if you're really struggling and you're really self-editing, write mm. something terrible. Like it's the do, only thing, it's yeah. like the recurring message that I hear from all the artists, most of them is write the bad songs to get to the good ones. And I'm there like, hey, I know that. But then it, like I'll go to my keyboard and, and then I'll be writing something terrible and I won't. So it, it, it's such a thing you have to almost practice in yeah, like definitely. accepting that it's bad because, it, you know, you can either go back to it and it's fine or just keep writing bad songs because eventually you said day six. Notice that that's nearly a week. You said you got the yeah. good one. I, I mean, yeah. to be fair, there was one or two that other people really liked that just, yeah. just not ones that were to my standard. <laughs> that, that's uh, fair enough. That's your prerogative yeah. though in, and what you think is best. And that's important, I think, as an artist. Yeah. But no, you say that though, like the 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 whole like struggling to get through the bad. And that's definitely true. Mm. And I definitely feel that. But I like the, the best, the, the thing that's like made me really see it is when I was writing, like right before I wrote Ghost, um, before I wrote the ones that like ended up being unsettling, I hadn't written a song in like a year and a half. Like I was oh, really quite a while, isn't a, it? Yeah, for me especially, I write constantly, so it's it's really mm. odd that I just couldn't write. I was struggling that much, and I got it into my head that I needed to write something terrible. So I wrote this song called "Better," which has ne- not been on anything because uh, oh. it's not a good song, uh, and it, <laughs> the chorus was literally about how I could be so much better, and it was just oh yeah, uh, yeah. and it was just a song called "Better," and it's a dirge miserable thing and I was really glad I'd written it just because I hadn't written in so long and even though the song wasn't good it was so like felt so good to finish a song that the very next day I wrote break oh interesting and yeah yeah, and literally, yeah, yeah. literally the outcome was I wrote this terrible song and then the next day I wrote one of my Which best is songs track one of settling you guys have probably if, if you know Kaylee's music yeah uh, so that actually turned into like a proper it's crazy that isn't it it's like you've got it's like the the calm after the storm so yes. to speak or maybe the opposite actually maybe something happens after it doesn't happen or yeah exactly and like that's 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 always been the thing for me ever since that experience is you've got to get through the bad stuff because uh get writing something terrible you may end up like with a song like break you may end up getting something that's one of the best things you've ever done because you allowed yourself 
to write something awful and then throw it away. Yeah, it's it's very fundamental. It is literally, I think it's a message to me because I just keep having so much doubt in some of my songs sometimes purely because the production that's not like you were saying before you said oh it's not really my bag the, the production thing and it's not really what you do that's I think yeah, that's a lot of too. people and my brother told me he said you know don't worry too much and you're a songwriter not a producer but um he was like of course if, if that's something you want to do absolutely go for it but don't worry it's not no pressure I, I keep giving up because even today it's one of my days off and I'm like I think you know this afternoon I want when I've done my editing I want to just write a song you, I talk to all these people and it's like I'm hungry to create but yeah I do ignore to be honest I'm, I'm very what's the word I think if you've got especially uh I don't think I've got that much prob- problem with like um, what's the word amount of attention spam but I think gem- we're constantly seeing so many people do so well on Spotify and YouTube on Facebook and to me I'm like it's disheartening mm, it really is and it's it, it's really disheartening it, it's like I see my views on sorry my listens on Spotify and I think you know, I'm sure that person, that person's song I heard yesterday on the radio was way worse, but they've got like so many lessons and I'm yeah. thinking, and it just makes you feel a bit rubbish, doesn't it? It's, but it's, it's really, it is a really demoralizing industry yeah. at the moment. Like I, everybody always talks about how great it is that artists can get themselves heard and throw themselves up and whatever on the online and whatever. And it's like, yes and no, because there's now so much of it. Oh, the competition that, is fierce. Even yeah, in, um, it's, it's insane. So many musicians, you are not, you are no longer allowed to just be a good musician or to just be a good songwriter. Unfortunately, no. you have to you have to be a budding producer. You have to be like a marketing, promotion. And, and, yeah, you've got to be good at everything or else yeah. you will not get heard. And it's there are so many people who are ridiculously talented who aren't very good at networking or they're not very good mm. at pushing, being confident enough to market themselves because having the skills to market yourself is one thing. Having the confidence mm. to push yourself is a True. very different skill. And it's, mm. it's, it's insane that we're expecting musicians to wear seven or eight different hats and be like perfect business people overnight just to just to put out a bloody song like it you fight or fly it too don't you because all that juggling all those things I I know I've absolutely exhausted myself over the past year I'm happy because I've written a lot and I've produced a lot not top stand I've gone about 30 minutes over so I do apologize guys I don't really want to edit any of this out um but I probably will have to wrap it up yeah Um, I am sorry I can talk for Britain not at all no it's (laughs) I get too uh, I get into branches of the branches of the branches of people's work and I, I like to figure out what state or mindset they were in uh, creatively yeah. and also emotionally. And you've given, I think it's been one of my favourite episodes uh, because the first half we were talking about, like we, uh, what's the word, just coughing up emotion and having the, not just a good, res- not a good response. And yeah, that's good, but also having the negative uh, yeah. response of someone who's a character in the story and just it's a nice thing to look at because we generally talk about all the good things about writing about people and ourselves but sometimes it's like you said when you said ashamed I thought I need to find out like why is you do feel a bit ashamed about the way that person feels not of the song but just of the I guess the result of on the outcome of what that person felt even though now she's probably I guess you know it's the the song's still up there fortunately so people can listen (laughs) yeah (laughs) but um, I was gonna say before you wrap up if you don't mind I would like if you're talking about like finding new artists and finding independent artists I I kind of need to name drop something if that's okay absolutely please I was gonna ask you about your future releases don't worry I wasn't gonna just that's important of the show because people are gonna want to know probably at this point like I do what's coming up so tell me everything yeah well well it's it's a twofold thing really uh I 
currently I, uh, I, I recently joined uh, as a solo artist, uh, I recently joined the uh, label uh, Smash Mouse Records. Ooh, um, nice. Smash Mouse is, <laughs> is a DIY uh, punk and alternative label based in Cardiff. Uh, and it's a community uh, approach to to a record label. So basically, all of the bands who are on the label are a part of running the label, and it's built like this really lovely community of friends helping each other out. And it's it's a wonderful label. I'm so proud to work with them. And Ignite Mares were already on the label, and I'd basically said, you know, I've got this single coming out how do you feel about having an acoustic artist on board and they already had uh one called no murder no mustache who's great and uh and i said you know and, and they were all for it and they've been really supportive and really helpful and uh and i'm sort of like we've got the, the label i i work with them a lot I've, I've been doing a lot of more of my time has gone to that than my own music lately <laughs> and um yeah. and uh they've got a lot of artists being announced in the next month or two because we've recently wow. taken on a lot of artists and if, if anybody's looking for new music keep an eye on on smash mouse records pages well, we what they call sorry smash mouse smash mouse records i'm looking on instagram is there an instagram yes there should be uh, yeah i can't remember what the, what it's split up to on instagram but we're on facebook instagram twitter is it, and, is it and Bandcamp and stuff. smash mouth or smash sorry smash mouse so think of the band smash mouth but with a mouse instead smash mouse <laughs> smash smash mouse. S M A S H. Then mouse. M O U S E. Why can't I find? Why can't I find it on? Maybe I suppose the handle would be different on the social medias because there's quite a few things that are either smash or mouse. Yeah, I can't find it actually, but maybe well, I will. I can. I can link it to you. Um, yeah, maybe I'll put it in the description somewhere. But uh, but yeah, the it's it's a it's a lovely group anyway. But yeah, if uh, they are on Facebook as Smash Mouse Records, it should be easy to find on somewhere like Facebook. Um, and and yeah, it's there's loads of amazing artists on there currently. Uh, and there's a lot of amazing ones coming as well. So I just I, I have to name drop them because when no, I release, fine. yeah, when yeah, when I release new music, it'll be through them. So no, I see. Yeah, so your songs will be there as well, which is really cool and makes a lot of sense, yeah. I suppose. But yeah, that's that's incredible. Um, that yeah, there's so much that people can take from this. It's been literally one of my. I don't know if it's because I haven't done a podcast in quite a few days, but it's the some that stand out to me, and this one's been particularly. I just kind of let my curiosity run wild so sorry for if there's anything we've we discussed Kaylee I'm, you seem like a very comfortably open person well, I say comfortably open but you're very comfortable I think in sort of telling you know your story and um in, in song and thank you for telling us and the narratives and where you're at at that time about ghost and I really hope you can come back. I'm either going to do a series on performance anxiety because obviously we're going to end up going back into gigs and people are a bit nervous about how people are going to respond. And oh, or, terrified! Yeah, <laughs> you're like, yeah, that's yep. yeah, that's, that's it, it. Yeah, I feel kind of the same actually. Just different reasons about one, just about being exposed within letting you, you know, people hear what you have to say, but also after so long, but also just because we've we've been hidden in a little caves you know just doing live streams which is kind of the same but yeah yeah it's so, it's it's gonna be terrifying I'm sort of like is. I can barely handle going to a supermarket I'm so freaked Honestly, out let alone, yeah. <laughs> let alone gigging yeah I, I, little things even when I think I had to go to the dentist two months ago and I was a bit like oh wow it's just been such a long time and we're so used to I think just being kind of safe and people hate that just not being uh exposed even literally um, in front of a limelight or yeah 
So I might do one on that, but a lot of other people have said that production is the thing they want to hear. So you can you either one. Like I'll. I am. I am absolutely thrilled to come back. This has been incredibly fun, and I'm I'm oh. glad that my relentless talking is is no. not a, a massive off putting. I've got uh, a big problem. The guys know. I've whoever does listen to this on a regular basis. I just I just I'm I'm very to be. I just say I'm a nosy person. I don't think I'm even. <laughs> maybe it's not even the art. I think I'm just sort of. I want to know like where you're at when because you listen to a song, don't you? And then you you hear about it from. The artist you're like whoa I did not see that coming and even yeah you just oh there's I have there are so many things like that where like there's like uh one of my favorite artists is called Kevin Devine he's this uh, acoustic singer songwriter from New York and one of his songs is like one of my favorite songs of all time and I related to it really heavily and it was only like a couple of months ago I was reading online about like a, a breakdown of what the lyrics are actually about and it turns out the song is about being addicted to cocaine I had no idea and like, I was what? listening to it going oh that's not what I thought oh yeah. dear okay this is completely things- different <laughs> Yeah, then some little lyrics add up and you're like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was it was one of those things as well. It was like afterwards, it was like, I had no idea. I don't know how I had no idea. It's really glaringly exactly. obvious that they pointed it out. Well, just the games of perspective, I think, in music. And it's so, it's tricky and it's clever and it's, it's eye-opening and it's life-changing. And yeah. Yeah, this is why I love doing these these talks and um, yeah, definitely have you back. I'm sure that we're going to have another hour sesh, uh, which I'm going to probably edit. I'm going to try and get these up. Obviously, guys, I made an announcement on Instagram this morning that because uh, I'm sort of working an intense job um, now all week, but I am going to keep it up because this is so many people, I think, just enjoy talking about music and um, it's it. we're still in this place where we were on hold, you know, with uh, touring and with even proper promoting so Mm. yeah I uh on that note uh thank you so much Kaylee I'm gonna uh, I think I'm gonna do a bit of listening to your music I might go for a walk later in my little exercise I'm gonna just sort of binge but I'm gonna watch the video now uh, after the chat (laughs) because I really want to see it and I want to know a bit more about your music so thank you so much and I can't wait to talk to you again thank you so much for having me it's been absolutely lovely
Touch me 